This week, I realized that I have never recorded a podcast episode on this simple topic of ego stories, that our mind creates stories all day long, minute to minute. It makes all these assumptions about other people and the world, and that's what's going on in our mind every single day, every minute, every hour of the day. And I talk about the ego constantly. I talk about the human mind constantly, but I have not recorded an episode on this. And it's shocking because this is a really important topic, but obviously I was inspired by a real life conversation. I always record because I have real life conversations that spark me, inspire me. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, this is what I need to talk about next. But I did do a question box on my Instagram and asked people their ego stories. And I did not get many answers. And that tells me that not many people are aware of what their mind is telling them on a daily basis. Because we have dozens and dozens of ego stories every single day. Dozens of mind stories in a given day And hardly anyone replied to my question box of, hey, tell me some of your ego stories. Funny, serious, whatever. Just tell me. I didn't get many replies. And I think it's because people are unaware of their ego stories. And this is important because ego stories are false. They are literally lies told from our mind. Assumptions about other people assumptions about the world just these false stories created by our mind without any proof and people aren't even aware of what their mind is lying to them about on a daily basis that's my theory i could be wrong but okay so what is an ego story what is a mind story it is a story our mind concocts from what it believes or evidence it sees in the outside world. Not based on actual proof. Basically, and it's, uh, it's an assumption. So we might have low self-worth. And if we're going on a date for the first time, we might say, oh no, I cannot wear this. Um, our, our story in our head could say, oh my gosh, I could not wear this outfit because my date will think X, Y, Z about me. I cannot wear this revealing outfit because my date might think that, you know, I do one night stands. That's a story made up in our mind from our past. Maybe we were taught that women shouldn't dress like that. Usually these stories are created from our subconscious mind, which is fear, our beliefs from childhood, our fear of loss, fear of abandonment, low self-worth. Ego stories are usually so negative and fearful. An ego story could be the thoughts in your head that say, who are you to help people when you can't even figure out your own life? An ego story could be believing that your child that's like six years old that's lying The ego then says, oh my gosh, if you don't nip this in the butt, they will become a liar when they're an adult. 
Your ego can tell you your child is manipulating you. As if child children manipulate. <laughs> they are not capable of intentionally manipulating. But sure, yes, they could be seeking attention by doing negative behavior because they're seeking love and attention and they're doing what works for them, but they're not consciously manipulating. They're they're incapable of that. An ego story could be, I am failing as a parent because I did X, Y, Z today. An ego story could be, oh my gosh, everyone is looking at me while I'm parallel parking and they're thinking I'm such a bad driver and they're judging me as a woman because I can't park well. An EO story could be, no one understands what I'm going through. An ego story could be, if I go to the hospital, they will save my baby. There is no proof that you could ever have if a hospital saves your baby or not because you don't know what the alternative would have been. There are so, so many stories we create about birth. Like if a baby dies at home, the mom is at fault. But if a baby dies at a hospital, the the doctor did everything they could and babies just die. And oh, it must be meant to be, you know, that was a God thing. If a baby dies at a hospital, the baby was meant to die. It's a God thing. These are stories we create in our mind that have actually no proof whatsoever. We just create these stories to try to find meaning or try to feel better or we create stories like, okay, I won't, I won't wear this revealing outfit on my date because I'm afraid of judgment. And so we might listen to these ego stories out of fear because most of the stories are out of fear. Our ego creates all of these stories to try to protect ourselves. So then we don't wear the outfit we want to wear. We shield ourselves, and we act out of fear. And then we wear the safe outfit because we are trying to protect our ego from judgment that's how the ego that's how our mind operates and i'm not saying that's bad that's wrong i'm just saying this is how it is and that's it yesterday my eyes were kind of feeling weird and my ego said you have pink eye that's a story And there wasn't really proof of it. It was just my eyes felt weird for like an hour and they're fine. I don't have pink eye. But that this is how the ego says these stories almost on a minute or hour basis of every every day. The ego story my friend created in her head, which is what inspired me to do this episode, is she wants to have a home birth. And she found this unlicensed midwife because she has learned some of the negative things that a licensed midwife could potentially bring to a birth, which is like if you go over 42 weeks, a licensed midwife could say, hey, I can't serve you anymore because I could lose my license. So you need to birth at a hospital. So you, they could just straight up abandon you and you didn't know that. 
Like a lot of people don't understand some of the negatives of a licensed midwife. So she wants an unlicensed midwife, but she was watching these videos about the negatives of unlicensed midwives and then it was feeding her fear in her head. And then she found an unlicensed midwife on Instagram and the unlicensed midwife on Instagram does not have content on there. Like she doesn't post on Instagram and my friend started creating a story in her mind that this midwife is not capable because she doesn't have content on Instagram. So then she was feeling like, I don't want to hire this unlicensed midwife because she doesn't have a presence on Instagram and it means she's not capable. You know, she's not posting content on Instagram, so it means she's not capable or she's not legit. That's the story she created in her mind just because this midwife doesn't post on Instagram. And I had to ground her and be like, there's literally no proof of this and you're creating this story in your mind. You are creating the story that because she doesn't post on Instagram, she is, un- she is not legit or she is not good. Like that's kind of ludicrous, right? And so my hope is that we can actually start laughing at our stories. Like we don't have to take them seriously because most of the time they are so crazy and so outrageous that we don't have to take them seriously. Like we can laugh at them. We can find them hilarious and they, are, they could be our inner comedian because they are. That's something that I try to do with Malcolm now is that when we're hanging out, my ego says a lot of stories like, oh, he just did this so he doesn't care about you or oh, he's, he came home crabby and it means this. Like it's just the, the stories are endless And what I have realized is that when I hear the story in my head, when I speak it, and when I tell him, hey, my ego is telling me this right now, it takes the power away. It literally takes the power away. So in my last episode, the Dark Knight of the Soul episode, I talked about how my ego tells me to distance myself from him so that he will come to me and like coddle me so I like pull away from him so then he chases me so that he coddles me and it's it's like a it's a a toxic behavior that has worked for many years and it's kind of like a child um you know seeking seeking attention from a negative behavior it works well so you do it and so that's what I've kind of done it's been a toxic behavior and so when I get that feeling when I when my ego tells me to pull away Now I am trying to say, hey, my ego is telling me to give you the silent treatment in order to get attention. So now I'm just verbalizing what my ego is telling me to do. Because when I can verbalize it, it doesn't have power anymore. And sometimes they're really funny stories and then we can laugh about it. And so this is me verbalizing an ego story to Malcolm is how I can not attach to the story. You don't have to own the story. This is kind of what I do to not believe it. Because 
almost all of these ego stories are false. They're almost all false. They're not based on proof or truth. They're false. And so our power is in whether we believe them and act from them or not. Because I don't think ego stories will ever stop. The point is not to say, oh, there will be a day when I have no more ego stories running in my head. No, that will never work. Just like I don't think there will ever be a day where you will be fearless. The ego will always be selling you fears. The ego will always be telling you ego stories. It will always be concocting these stories in your mind that it wants you to believe. It's just a function of our humanness. It is a function to try to keep us safe and protected in this world. It's not bad. It's not wrong. And there's no way to actually shut it down while you are alive. So I don't believe there will be a day that you will be fearless or there will be a day where you have no ego stories in your mind. I don't think that's possible. I don't think I'm pessimistic. I think I'm a realist. But I do think they, there comes a day through practice that you can become aware of the ego story and purposely choose not to believe it and purposely choose not to act on it. So you can just hear the mind creating these stories, concocting all these assumptions and just watch it, observe it, chuckle at it, like become not attached. Just watch it and then do not act from it. Or you can act from it. You can do whatever you want. You can act from your ego stories. You can act in fear. You can do anything you want in this life. But if you're like me, who doesn't want to? I don't want to act from fear. I don't want to live my life in fear. I don't want to live my life being a slave to my ego and believing all my ego stories and acting from these false stories in my head. That is not how I want to live. And if you're like me, you don't have to. You don't have to act from these stories. You don't have to act from fear. You don't. But the only way to start this journey is to become aware of the fears in your head and become aware of the stories in your head. That's the first step, is being aware of when they're being said in your mind. And you're like, oh my gosh, my ego is creating a story right now about my in-law. Oh my gosh, my ego is creating a story right now about my child. And then you have the power of choice. You have the power of choice of whether you believe it or not and whether you wanna act from it or not. That is your power. That is your free will. We only have free will when we choose to act from these fears or these stories. Because our mind will constantly be creating these stories. It's a computer and it just outputs, outputs, outputs these stories and fears and keeps selling you on these false things. 
it's like a computer program that will never stop. It just keeps running, running, running. And then you have free will whether you want to act from the story or the fear. That's where you have your power. So most of our ego stories are fearful stories. It's, um, oh my gosh, you know, this is wrong with my child and I have to go to the doctor now and blah, blah, blah. It creates this whole concoction of, you know, my child has this disease or cancer and now my child is going to die. It, it is so elaborate in its stories because it is so afraid. It is so afraid of loss. It is so afraid of being abandoned. It is so afraid of feeling pain that the ego creates all these stories from fear. And these stories will never shut up. There will never be a day where your ego stops telling you fearful things. That is why we have to be in our power and consciously seek stories of trust, evidence of trust. Because our ego will not tell us stories of how to trust God or how to trust the universe or how to trust childbirth. It doesn't sell us stories on trust or love or peace. That's not what it does. That is not its function. It only sells us stories about fear and how to be afraid and how to prevent the worst case scenario from happening. That is what our ego does. And it is just a reflex in us. It's an instinct in us of fear, fear, fear all the time. It will never shut up. That is why we have to take responsibility and seek out sources of trust or feelings of trust or feelings of peace and surrender because that is not what our ego will do. That's not its function. So our ego just instinctively creates all of these fearful mind stories that just is a faucet that never gets shut off. We can just not attach to the stories and parent ourselves through the story and be like, that's not true. That, that sounds scary, but there's no actual proof of, proof of that, so I'm not going to believe that. And then we have to consciously create positive mind stories. We have to, in our awareness, purposely create positive mind stories or purposely seek out stories of faith or trust because our mind does not do that. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying, that the fearful thoughts and stories in our mind is like a faucet on full blast that will never shut up. We can't ever shut it off. All we could do is watch the faucet on full blast and choose not to act from those stories. And then we can seek out evidence of trust or we can seek out positive mind stories and parent ourselves in those fearful moments. 
We have to learn how to talk to ourselves as if we're a child. I know it's so overwhelming being so fearful. It's so scary. It, I know it's so hard being so afraid. But I am here for you. We have to learn how to talk ourselves through our fearful stories, our fearful moments. When we are in fight or flight, can we parent ourselves? Can we view ourselves like a little child that's terrified? Because we are. When we go into fight or flight, we become a terrified little child. And we need reassurance. We need soothing. We need validation that everything is going to be all right. And we have to give it to ourselves. This is the parenting process. This is the reparenting process. Maybe you can create your own process for yourself. I'm not saying there's a one-way process. But this is what I do for myself. Is if my ego is becoming very fearful and I become, you know, my nervous system is activated and I'm in fight or flight. I can just, I try to sit with myself and I just try to parent myself and say, oh, this is super scary right now. I know it's so scary, but I'm here for you. It's also so natural. I just want you guys to know that it's so natural to attach to fears that you hear because the ego gets fed by fear. So say you hear one fearful story about childbirth, for example. Your ego latches on to that story because that's its fuel. That's its like evidence that it could happen. But you could hear 20 positive childbirth stories and you're like, eh. It's because fear is fuel to the ego. And that's just the way it is. You don't need to be ashamed of it. There's no reason to be ashamed of fear spirals or when you get into fight or flight because it is simply your brain doing what it was intended to do is to try to protect you, to try to keep you safe, try to prevent future pain and harm uh, for you or your child. So your brain is just doing what it's function is and there's no shame in that but if you don't want to live your life in fear there comes a time where you have to start unattaching to these fearful stories you can hear the fearful stories and not attach to them and not believe them To me, that is the goal. Because we can only act out of fear or trust. You cannot act out of both. Every decision you make today can either be out of fear or trust. And my guess is 99% of the time, we are acting out of fear because our mind sells us these stories about fear and how to protect ourselves and then we act from it and we believe it and then we live our lives in fear even all these people that believe in god and they're like i trust god 
But if you actually dissect your life and your day-to-day ego stories, my guess is 99% of it is done out of fear. Because our ego is running the show all the time, every day, and it's selling us stories of fear, and then we act from it. And if you want to be radical like me and live a life from trust, you have to learn how to override this fear. You have to learn how to watch the fear talk and say, oh, I hear you. I see you. But I am going to do the opposite of that. The opposite of fear is trust. I believe it's possible to listen to your fears, hear your fears, hear the fear stories, and then say, hey, I hear you. I am going to choose trust because that is how I choose to live my life. I do not live my life from fear. I am committed to living my life in trust. So that means I cannot act from my ego stories. And it's okay if I do. The point is not perfection, you guys. It's never about perfection. It's being aware of what you are thinking and what you are choosing in the present moment. Just noticing, was that truly out of fear? And it takes honesty, real honesty with yourself. It's being honest that when your six-year-old lies to you and you get triggered because you have a fear that they will never outgrow this lying phase, or you have a fear that they will never get the lesson of why being truthful is important, that you are parenting out of fear of them growing up and being a liar. What would it look like if you just trusted that they would not grow up to become a liar? What if you just trusted that it's just a six-year-old child learning? What if you wore the outfit you really wanted to wear, that revealing outfit that makes you feel so good about yourself on this first date? What if you wore what felt so good to you and trusted that it will be what it will be instead of the fear of judgment of your outfit? All of these little tiny decisions we do on a daily basis are done out of fear and the opposite is trust because you cannot act out of fear and trust at the same time. Every choice in our day-to-day life is out of fear or trust and that's it. It is black and white. I don't think there's a gray area in this. I think you can feel fear and trust in your body at the same time because I think your soul is fully trusting and your ego is always afraid. And we have these two voices in our body at the same time. But you can only act out of fear or trust. You cannot act out of both. So that's what I'm saying. And fight me on this. (laughs) 